Hello and welcome back to the Boston Commune. This week's incredulous installment will feature commentary from comrades Scott, Joe, Ellie, Chris, Sarah, and myself. We discuss bad faith critics of Nina Turner, who is playing political football with the eviction moratorium, how Obama hurt Charlie Baker's feelings, the Cuomo double standard, human test subjects of the nuclear age, why you should vote for Michelle Wu, what happened on the Green Line, and the faux rogue intellectualism of processed meat. I'm really sick right now, but I sounded spectacular in the recording, I promise. Please do us a favor, share this content, do yourself a favor, enjoy your Back in 2008, two Green Line trains collided, killing one of the drivers and injuring others. Back then, the National Transportation Safety Board said anti-collision technology might have prevented that deadly accident. The NTSB said the same thing about another Green Line collision the following year. But 11 years later, that anti-collision technology still isn't in service. is actually a lot like communism. When you think about it, at first it sounds really nice, but once you actually get out into it, it is even better! <laughs> uh, starting off with weird sound effects this week. Yeah. What okay, what is, is that, that really? Is that a what vacuum cleaner? Yeah, it's like a That's keyboard like cleaner. Jesus Christ. Oh, those little ones. <laughs> I was right! It smells like it's burning. little teeny one. Joe is right. Keyboard. As he just yelled. Let the record show. Let, could, yep. let the record Joe. Let the record Joe tell us about Nina Turner's race <laughs> in Ohio. That's how you do a transition. That was actually excellent. So currently, there is a primary going on right now in the 11th Congressional District of Ohio, which is basically Cleveland. The Democratic Please Party learn. has dumped a lot of money, resources, and APOC <laughs> money into propping up. Chantel Brown, who is basically like a local apparatchik of the Democratic Party, and anybody with half a brain cell and who isn't a sociopath is back to Nina Turner. This sounds like an oversimplification, but it's not. I digress to the point that uh, currently Brown is leading by about back of the envelope math. There are about 3,300 votes. There are about 46% of her precincts reporting in Cuyahoga County, which is the county with the largest vote share. So the fact that Turner's only trailing by like 3,000 votes is actually a pretty good thing at this stage of the, of the race because it's Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland. I don't really. And Cleveland rocks! <laughs> you know, we got the, whole, the, the rock and roll Hall of Fame there. Cleveland rocks. Come and look at both of our buildings. Drew Carey show. Both. See the river that catches on fire. I meant like uh, looking at the map of the district. Like the fact that like Turner won the, the more suburban county in the district is kind of a sign of where I hope things go. Like if she can win the suburbs, then she can definitely win the city. You mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If the shill who APAC dumped millions and millions of dollars into a race attacking Nina Turner can win in the suburbs. 
when this is all said and done, there's a very good chance that she just ends up winning in the urban areas as well. Well, it would be appropriate to say that Cleveland rocks. Yes. Cleveland. Travis pumped a lot of money into this. Okay. The professional black caucus is like... <laughs> That's awesome. ...come out and been like, yeah, Nina Turner is a terrible person. Like, there was a political article I was reading this morning. I mean, not this morning, yesterday morning. It basically read as... Uh, Congressional Black Caucus uh, members in regards to uh, actual, like, lefty primary challengers. How dare these lefties endanger our nepotistic patronage gigs? Yeah, man. It's a big club and we're not in it. That's the gist of the article. It was just so uh, hilariously absurd. Taking this as, like, oh, that's a reasonable position to have. Yep. (laughs) Cleveland. I mean... Lukewarm. These shitty articles are written by the same kinds of people, so... No, I mean, the people in political are morons, but it's like the Congressional Black Caucus, it wasn't always like this, but in the last 10, 20 years, it's just become a bastion of, like, reactionary conservative Democrats who just happen to be black. It's nominally supposed to be, and it was intended to be a caucus of members of Congress who are explicitly trying to act and achieve material benefits, material gains for black Americans. And now it's just basically a bunch of reactionary black conservative Democrats who hide behind, well, we're black, so shut up. Yeah, it's like Pete, it's like Pete Buttigieg, except gay. Because you have like Very good members analysis. of the Black Caucus <laughs> attacking black primary challengers to them and being like, these people aren't really black. Like, that literally that happened really last bad. year in Ohio. That's, like, such a weird... Yeah, no, it's, it happens. It's such a weird way to, like, like construe that. But, I mean, that's what Biden won on, so fucking... Yeah. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Like, Ilhan Omar's Trevor <laughs> Challenger was propped up by APAC as well. Uh, ran attack mailers saying that uh, Ilhan Omar isn't really black because she's from Africa. Yeah. I shit you not, that actually happened. Yeah, I've heard you say this before, but I have never fact-checked you, and I feel obliged to do so, because... No, it, it happened. There were articles written about it last August. It happened. It I'm not sure if it was exactly that's what they were saying, but... That's pretty much what they were saying. Yeah. It was arguing that, like, she isn't really black, because she's not a, an American descendant of slaves. She comes yeah, from... Yeah, basically. Amalia. That was the argument. Yeah. Part of the reason that some black people prefer the term black to African-American is that African-American people are do not constitute the totality of people who could be said to be black, such as people from Africa. We're Blackfoot Indians, like Native Americans. Yeah. It's still absurd. Like any anybody to the left of like a black caucus member. Whenever you like, say oh, that, yeah. I, I can't, like I just hear the black cock separately. Oh, God. And then the us after. <laughs> Whenever someone says Black Hawk Down, I also hear Black, Black Hawk Down. Yeah. I think it Black was who Hawk was quoted down. in that in that political article yesterday. Oh, I think no, it was sir, it's uh, a Black Hawk Down. Uh oh. I want to see that one. <laughs> John Travolta. Christian you said it, brother, not me. Slater. Black Hawk Down. I want to see that. We can sample that shit. Uh huh. <laughs> so only two districts have been, are reporting right now, though. Two counties or whatever. Well, there's only two counties in the district. Oh, LOL. Okay, well then, never mind. Okay, so they just updated the votes uh, a little bit. Uh, Turner has narrowed the lead, and she's only down by about 3,200 now. You want to love it, you want to hear it, you want to see it. 
Well, good luck, Miss Turner. Hi, it's me from the future. Uh, Nina Turner did not win. She lost by about six percentage points. I don't really have anything insightful to say, but we got some indication of how this might go when Cuyahoga County gave 115 delegates to Biden and only 21 to Bernie Sanders in the primary last year. Nina Turner compared voting for Biden to voting for half a bowl of shit. Not that she's wrong, she's right. And that's why I think running against a Democratic Party as a member of the Democratic Party is usually a waste of time and money. If you need a more nuanced autopsy of the election, then, I don't know, listen to Sam Cedar or whatever. Want to talk about the eviction moratorium? Sad days. Sad days ahead. Sad days behind. And ahead. Stuck in the middle with you or something. Yeah. We're just in a gauntlet of sadness. Mm-hmm. It's a bad uh, world. Want to tell us more about it, Joe? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad, honestly, because, like, it's... They're really not trying to put any effort and trying to make people think. What? The only reason that they're doing this is because it's, like, really hard for them to, like, try to shove the blame onto the GOP. They're doing this essentially because enough people are going to be affected by this and enough people have started to sit up, take notice, and be like, this is really fucked up. So, like, the Democrats are haphazardly doing this so to save face, I guess. It didn't help their case that AOC won on CNN this past weekend and made the literally the same point that I've been making for the past couple months now that like the Democrats can't in good faith in any way, shape or form, like remotely attempt to pass the blame on the Republicans for a lapse in the eviction moratorium because like the Democrats are the, have all of the power right now. So like it's on them and they're fucking it up. And then you have several members of Congress sleeping on the steps of the Capitol in protest over this. And so Biden today announced that they are going to do a partial eviction of moratorium until the first week of October. It's not a nationwide. Eviction. So what are they going to do? They're going to like partially evict people like your foot has to leave? No, <laughs> no it's an eviction moratorium in some way. No, they're gonna, what they're going to do is they're going to... Tear down one wall of the house. Oh, that makes sense. It's not not a house anymore, but you can still stay in there. Uh, But it's not a house. So it's going to be, there's going to be an eviction moratorium in some parts of the country, but not all of the country. Which parts? I'm going to read an excerpt from uh, this very concise, very quick Reuters article. Uh, The CDC on Tuesday, it issued a 60-day moratorium on evictions in, quote, areas with high COVID-19 infections, which means... The order will apply to about 80% of American counties that have high or substantial COVID-19 community transmission rates and covers about 90% of the population. So an eviction moratorium order with the intention of preventing COVID infections will not cover 20% of U.S. counties with high COVID-19 transmission rates. What more evidence do you require that this is a half-ass move? I Like, it's not even a half. It's like a quarter-ass. It's like pretty bad. I, I require that you show me the other half of the ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, a, just a scant slit of the one, ass. One square, one square inch. One inch of ass is all it is that they're putting in there. So, <laughs> one inch ass. The reason why is that's, the fucking, that's the episode no, title. The episode I don't care. Right there. <laughs> so over 15 million people, over 15 million people in six and a half million households are currently behind on rent. And collectively owe over $20 billion to landlords, according to a survey by the Aspen Institute. 
Like and I killed him. What the fuck's so funny? What oh. square into that? <laughs> uh, so, no, but they're literally not really doing anything. They're just postponing the moratorium yeah, for like a yeah. limited number of people who are just going to get screwed anyway. It's like, it's fucking insane. On so many other fronts. So, 15 million people are behind on rent. They owe $20 billion collectively to the landlords. And the insane thing is, the reason this is even happening in the first place is this group called the National Apartment Association, which is basically a lobbying group for landlords. It has oh, 22,600 members that collectively manage over landlords. They sued the U.S. government <laughs> seeking about $7 billion in damages for unpaid rent to the moratorium. The group called the new eviction moratorium, quote, an unfunded government mandate that forces housing providers to deliver a costly service without compensation and settles renters with insurmountable debts. What service are they? How many fucking rendering? losers in this country are landlords that they're so de- like like what the fuck are you talking about? That like you're dependent on someone else to like ah. It's almost. It's not a real job. Yeah, it's it's almost like um they've been convinced that this is a way to make income. And now by leeching that, off someone else, it just doesn't make yeah, fucking sense. They've been convinced of it. They've said, "Okay, if you do this, own property, it's great. You can lease it, make money." It's the owning property part. Yeah, what I'm saying is that it's like, okay, well, now we have a bunch of people who have vested interest in, you know, like making this continue to exist the way it is. Yeah, all their all their friends are doing it. I, I need to correct mm-hmm. myself. I said that the National Apartment Association sued the government for $7 billion in damages. It was actually $13 billion in damages. And in that lawsuit, they literally argued that uh, it was like an unconstitutional act of government overreach that was impeding upon their ability to profit. Oh, poor babies. And, and the Supreme Court ruled like six to three in their favor. Yeah, we just have to stop making it so that landlord is like a legitimate wow. career. If only Fuck there was that. someone who had a solution to this problem. I mean... <laughs> Strokes chin. When the revolution Strokes comes, talk. we... We're instantly putting <laughs> all of the landlords in the gulag. <sighs> Tell you what, we need to go back to the fucking Tudor period. I've been watching this documentary. Anybody who wants to own a house and rent it to somebody, it needs to be like a farm, and the landlord needs to be in charge of all the fucking pigs and geese and take care of the place and we should also um steal all, all the lead from the church's windows yes that, that also happened <laughs> i don't understand but okay they were like the church is too rich they got it too good we're gonna we're gonna literally just like take off their like stained glass windows and take the lead that was used to hold them up and then sell it Direct money. action. That's, <laughs> yes. That's well, no. I mean, it was it was, the, it was the king doing that. It it's wasn't like back the peasant. Oh, oh, it was right. okay. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what happened during the French Revolution when they abolished the nobility's position and state function. Yeah, good shit. It was like the monarchy <laughs> and the nobility Sorry. were the first two things that like had Fuck the to do it. Can we talk more about Tudors? I I, I know things about English monarchy. <laughs> Can any of the learned people uh, relate anything to the Tudor period? Yes. I'm learning about tenant farming in the Tudor period and you how they like... They I, love how Anglicanism, sheep, sheep. I love how Anglicanism is the result of one guy being like, I want a divorce to be able to marry my mistress. And now we have a whole religion that was created specifically for that situation. Which is the same, except I can get divorced, basically. 
No, it's because yeah. the Pope yeah, wouldn't better. let the King of England divorce his. Yeah, birthday. we know the story, Joe. Wow. I don't know Henry, it. <laughs> Henry VIII. Henry yeah. VIII. Tell, the, tell the entire Henry. story. Tell me the entire life story no. of Henry VIII. And his- <laughs> All it is is just divorce, beheaded, died. Divorce, beheaded, survived. Divorce, oh, yeah. beheaded, die. <laughs> That's a good game. Yeah, that was I don't know. He's not actually that interesting. Took advantage of the early printing press. He's just, press. A, he's yeah, just he, a hegemonic Christian paradigm that ruled over. I don't really care. Yeah, Sarah's got a very accurate description right there. Well, what else news is there? Yeah, tell about Charlie Baker, the fucking loser. You think he's listening to Blink One Eighty Two right now? All the. Small, Small things. That came on on the radio today. Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. He's listening to <laughs> Angels and Airwaves. That's what he does in the evening. I honestly wasn't sure when I first saw this. Is if this was like another indication that I'm like losing my mind and like reality is like kind of slipping from me. Both when can I saw be that, true. Like, mm. I wasn't sure if it was like work related burnout just driving me insane or like wait a minute, Charlie Baker was right about something. Is- Broken clock, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, now and again. Whether or not the intentions were pure, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. My, my grandpa tried to tell me last night that a broken clock is only right once a day, and I'm like, that's not even true. It's a, gro- a broken 24-hour clock, Yeah, I guess. But uh, so anyways, Charlie <laughs> Baker uh, said that... Your grandfather is very funny, man. <laughs> yeah, your grandparents may suck, but they're based. They're, well, not my grandpa. <laughs> I digress. A lot of people that suck are based. Don't tell me I'm wrong. Your grandparents are baking soda. Yeah. <laughs> That's somewhere in the middle. Anyways, Joe. Right. What was Charlie, Charlie Baker right about kids. to get to the other side? He said that uh, Barack Obama's planned birthday party, which has 700 guests, including staff, is a, quote, bad idea. Baker said he did not get an invitation to Obama's. Uh, oh, that's why he that's, said yeah, party. That, yeah. That's <laughs> why he got that party. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's hurt by that. He is sad he about said that. He would have declined citing reservations. Oh yeah, the party. fucking right. Yeah, yeah no bullshit. Sure he would have declined. Nope. Sour grapes. Yeah. Sour grapes. I mean, we love it though. The intentions are wrong, but he's still right because, like, supposedly there are going to be about two hundred staff and five hundred guests. At a, uh, somewhere in, like, Martha's Vineyard. I can't imagine having that many people. I didn't want to come to your dumb attend. party anyway. <laughs> I would not be able to think of 500 dork. people that I'd want to have. I wouldn't be able to think of, like, 100 people I would want at, at an event. Yeah, it's almost as if somebody that famous and powerful doesn't have any real friends and only has a totally huge number people of People that want to mooch off of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Networking. Sycophants. Social entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I will say, I, I did feel better reading the article because uh, I was having feelings like, innovation is inviting like 12 people to a birthday party like too many people? And then it's like, oh, Obama's fi- inviting 500 to his. That that should be fine. <laughs> See, it's like when you invite five or 500, you're a loser. Either way. <laughs> Yeah, if you have is. a birthday party, you uh, are a loser. If you have Scott a birthday. No, I mean the number. 29, 20, 21. The number. God damn it, guys. Oh, you mean Obama uh, is a loser. Yes. God okay. damn it. Also, I think he's asking for money for some new like thing that he started. So uh, it's all bullshit. Don't give Obama Why your money. money. He's got more money than God at this point, basically. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. He wants to produce some like other bullshit movie that's going to, like you know... 
Didn't he have, a have an entire appeal towards like neoliberal politics, like they all do? Oh yeah, very unique plot. Yeah, Andrew Cuomo, he's a creep, and Biden asks for him to resign. Let's hope he does. He's not going to do it, you know. Oh really? Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I mean the, the, the asking to resign thing. Yeah, Biden well, asking him to political resign. Theater. It's not going anywhere. One yeah, old no, man by another old man to stop doing bad yeah. things. I wish I had the Randy Rainbow clip of uh, uh, Cuomo sexual, but I don't. It's fine. We're all homosexuals now. Here is the fucked up thing. Andrew Cuomo can get away with, like, essentially throwing thousands of old people out of hospital beds. But he grows up like a couple yeah. people and it's like... Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. fine. And then he can get also, away with homosexual. that. He can write a Cuomo fucking book about it. Cuomo also got the Medicaid funds during, sure. during the height of the pandemic last going. year. Yes, that's what I'm referring to. And he can, write, and he can write a book about that. But not to say that it's not a big deal. It's a big deal if you, you know... If you sexually assault somebody, then that's where you draw the line, which is like so indicative of this woke CIA shit. We'd already moved on to a new subject by the time I found the words to explain this. I think that the specific standards that public officials are held to comport with our fetish for personal responsibility, as if we have the same capacity to just lift ourselves out of poverty the way we would keep our hands to ourselves. We must respect bodily autonomy in the workplace, but we won't treat the sick unless they can afford it. Woke CIA shit. Sounds about right. It's like the order in which consequences come. And you know, like in movies, how they'll show all kinds of gore and stuff like that, and that's totally fine, but then something else comes on, like, oh, there was, insert XYZ, like, social issue that wasn't acceptable. breastfeeding in public. Yeah. I mean, it's not, (laughs) obviously I'm not comparing it, but... (laughs) It's the order in which, like, the guy does something that kills people. Like, you say, nothing happens. And then it takes this on top of that for anything to happen. It's like, well, this wouldn't have happened if that first thing would have been addressed and the first thing before that and the first thing before that. It's like, how much can they keep stacking on before Honestly, it makes you think of in terms of, like, trying to distract from the issue. It makes you think of last January. Or it's like, oh, well, we killed Qasem Soleimani, but look! Look at all these people protesting in our embassy. They're, they're they're breaking chairs. They're being very disorderly. And which of those two things got more media coverage? I don't know, Joe. Tell me. Soleimani? No. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you had a 50-50 chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a whistleblower that got sentenced to jail recently. I think four years Oh, yeah. Drone strikes, I think it was. Yeah. That's a good example. Daniel, somebody. So, like, while someone can, you know, party on, even though you basically are responsible for war crimes, someone who exposes that gets punished, but they don't. It's the same way the U.S. has plans to invade The Hague if they're tried in the International Criminal Court. Yeah, that's really not talked about enough. Yeah. So it's clear that there's a double standard, and it's not really in the interest of justice. It's in the interest of power. The whistleblower is Daniel Hale. Daniel yeah. Hale, yeah. yeah. That's right. Wait, so if if The Hague ever is finally like, hey, we're yeah. going to try the U.S. for all the shit they've done, we're literally just going to invade them? Isn't The Hague just a building? Like, I don't understand. No, it's a, it's a, it's a know, like- city. The air, it's a general threat to Europe, like, do what we say because we can do whatever we want sort of thing. We are big, um, we have tanks. Yeah, we don't, have Don't bombs. irritate us or we're sending in the Marine Corps. It is funny to think of the military invading a building, but... 
If you annoy us <laughs> enough, we'll invade Belgium for free. Pigs in Belgium, huh? We don't even need any oil. We'll, we'll just we'll show up. We'll just spin a wheel and whatever it lands on will invade that place. I feel like that's wheel. not too far from where we're at. Oh. The wheel of misfortune. <laughs> wheel of imperialism. Yeah, there we go. Like, <laughs> there you go. Seriously, uh, if you polled the general public or even people who follow this stuff on naming every country we're bombing or at war with, most people would not be able to come up with the list. I don't even think I know the list fully because I can't keep up with it. It's a new list every day. Yeah, we also don't know. Like, they're, <laughs> they're fucking, they're like soldiers stationed in countries that we don't, we never hear about for any reason, let alone the secret fucking contractor military garbage. Like Chad. You never hear about Chad. Yeah, what's going on in Chad? I hear about Chad all the time. <laughs> we probably got soldiers in Chad. I'm going to look this up. How many so soldiers we got in Chad? Chad? We got soldiers in Chad? Most likely we have one of those, like, little, um, army or air force bases that we could like deploy drones from or whatever well this is a very very fitting the first result i got was you might not know where chad is but the u.s military has big plans for it oh baby (laughs) there you go they got big plans for this little country it's actually pretty big isn't it for this medium-sized country how big is (laughs) how big is it compared to the u.s like we're a large-ass country that's true yeah, we cover like an entire hemisphere almost. So I have never seen the denomination Chadians until today. <laughs> Chadians. Chadians. It looks like Chadians, like that band that did the Friends theme song. <laughs> Chatters. <laughs> Chatters. Chadites. Chadites. It's not much as big as Sudan. It's like pretty moderately big. Chadians. Chadians. Yeah, the Chadites. The Chadites. Okay, so there's that. At least the United States military is admitting to engaging in military operations with at least 1,425 U.S. trained soldiers. Or it's U.S. trained a thing where it's like we find out about it like four years later. In Chad? Or when things pop off there, they'll be like, actually, we have 5,000 people here ready to, you know. Actually, we've been running a squad since like 2018. Actually, it doesn't count because it was limited airstrikes. That, oh, just a limited strike. Uh, oh, sorry. That's what happened with the, uh, the death <laughs> party in uh, Afghanistan last Christmas. Bernie Sanders. They waited until, until Christmas, and then they dropped it. The Intercept dropped that investigative report about how we've been running death squads that are, like, murdering children in Afghanistan. They waited until around Christmas to do it. Huh. And they were like, oh, yeah, we've been doing this for years, like... Gotta wait till everybody's happy. The rationale behind these death squads is, well, these boys can't join the Taliban if they're dead, before they grow up. That's true. You I can't mean, yeah. do that if you're dead. It's all logic. Mm. It's, uh... <laughs> we can't. Hey, do you know that the, the U.S. military is currently researching how to, like, freeze soldiers so they can, like, leave them somewhere in the Probably. middle of nowhere? If and they're cryogenically, like, cryogenically freeze them? So if they there's can, any, like, yeah. insane, like, yeah. human experimentation happening, it, it is happening the in aliens. the interests of advancing the American war machine. Like, I believe it. That's where our in innovation future. comes from. And it usually it's sucks. It's third of our... It's usually very expensive and it goes. fails. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 they do a lot of expensive stuff already. Like, failure and expense is not, like, an issue for them. Oh, hell Bad no. Then you can just write it off. Bad expense is the American way of war. If you want to go down a dark rabbit hole, look up San Francisco 
biological warfare testing where they basically sprayed the whole city of San Francisco with uh, bioweapons to test it on the population. And then oh, yeah. uh, nuclear Great. testing. They did that in Washington State, too. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. We love our government. Yeah. Was, um, <laughs> when did they do that? My mom used to live there. Oh, God. I don't remember. It was a couple of decades ago. Oh, okay. It wasn't like 1968. <laughs> well, uh, it might I mean, so that was in fact a couple decades ago. Yeah. I mean, the fifties was like it. the high point of like the CIA like actively testing out shit. Uh, nineteen fifty. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, right. They used a giant hose to spray a cloud of microbes into the air uh, to test how a biological weapon attack would affect residents of the city. Yeah, so they released actual bacteria to test the effects of biological warfare. Uh, Operation Sea Spray—that's what it is, apparently. Yeah, Sea Spray. I actually read about this. The government never apologized to anybody about this. Wow. Would you accept their apology, though? On video, there's also like I wouldn't accept their apology. Training material Sorry. of like American soldiers just being sent to like run at an exploding nuclear bomb. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> have fun. Uh, part of the archives, laugh, but mm, the wait, why? To make you giggle. No, it was really, it was really wild that. A lot of these soldiers do these tests because they wanted to see like what the effects were, so they could possibly use it like in, in a war. It's like, yeah, I've brought this up before. This was it. why Japan was like exempt from consequences because we could use their data too. Yeah, and mm. soldiers were told, "Okay, so you're gonna close your eyes. The bomb is gonna go off. Wait ten seconds. Open your eyes." Crawl out of the foxhole and start walking towards the cloud. Yes, rush the fucking mushroom cloud. By the <laughs> way, berserker. I have to retract my last statement. I said Japan had no consequences. The consequences were that they got fucking bombed. Twice. Twice. <laughs> yeah. What happened to those bro- brave soldiers, Joe? Those brave men? Uh, records, indi- <laughs> r- records indicate that most of them died of various excruciating cancers. Yeah. Skins just melted off and shit, like real uh-huh. gross. No, it take long... it takes longer than that. Who, who were those yeah, people? Game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they didn't even tell people the first time they were testing them. They just said, "Hey, uh, we're going for a test." Oh, okay. Boom. Yep. Next thing you know, you got cancer. Yep. Boom. Oh no. Pretty much, you want to bet that it was like not white people. No, it was white people. Oh, really? Wow. Wow. It they used the white the people history. for that. It's a really serious experience. White people. No, I, don't, I mean, it like hate you everyone, know, including they're other like, white well, people. okay, we we'll just everybody. sacrifice the brown people to test our nuclear weapons. You know, like I'm. We'll kill anyone. That's kind of that was, but oh, this reminds me of something else on a much less extreme scale of like them testing out so. like stress less than a nuclear bomb. <laughs> well, that's that's what Japan was basically. Was... I said much less. I just remembered that they did actually test. Like the people of the Bikini Atoll tests, those were yeah, the test Alfred, subjects. Of the, those were the non-white test subjects. Oh, well, yes. Also, they had journalists there too, and which was which is a wild thing unto itself. The whole thing was like a stunt to basically like supposed to be. It was like, like a, a dick waving contest. The Soviets, uh. and it is estimated that all of the journalists who were present at the demonstrations, their lifespans were cut by about six months as a result of them being present even though they were miles away from the blast. Yeah, I saw an interview with a guy who said that literally all of his friends died. Yeah, and most of his nice. limbs had to be amputated. Okay. Anti-Flag has a good song about this. So Sorry. Was, you wanna, what were you saying, what what were you saying Sarah? 
Sorry. Uh, what were you saying, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just listen to the anti-flag song about this. It's pretty good. And, What's and it called? what is it called? Oh, for yes. sake. <sighs> when is this, this weekend? I'm not going to... Nobody's going to fucking Google anti-flag song about nuclear test subjects. They should. Fine, I'll do it. I'm, I'm doing it wrong. right now. Calm down. Okay. Anti... <laughs> Flag song about nuclear test subjects. <laughs> and then it's just like the SpongeBob theme song. Oh my god, you guys didn't find it yet? <laughs> It's called the fucking. It's the name of the actual place where they did it. So Bikini Atoll. Yeah, or Vaquez, Puerto Rico, Bikini. That's also where the kind of swimsuit gets gets its name from. Anyway, what? Yeah, we know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that is a an interesting piece of Americana right there. Inspired, born there. Inspired by the uh, genocide of the Bikini Atoll peoples. And it We're makes just my a wonderful fucking country and like empire. It's awesome. We fucking they, we're awful. They hate us for our freedoms to commit genocide. Jesse. Yes. Hello. Okay. So I just wanted oh, to cover cool. some. There we go. Some local <laughs> news stuff. So um, I want to start off with this one because this just was an absurd uh, headline. A guy fucking amputated his arm driving down Route 95 in Canton. Oh. Can you elaborate? Okay. I need to know. We say amputate. And I that, need to know where. Does that mean that he got in an accident which caused his arm to be chopped off? Or. Yeah, he did it he, in, like, while he was driving himself? <laughs> he was, like, oh. driving with, like, his his knees while sawing off his arm. <laughs> with a chainsaw. Um, yeah. Or, like, one of those special, like, curvy knives they used to use in, like, the, the Victorian era. Curvy knives. Curvy knives. So here's what we know. The driver, for reasons still under investigation, failed to negotiate the ramp's right-bearing curve and drove off the left edge of the road onto the grass shoulder. The car struck a guardrail, then traveled back across the road, where it struck another guardrail along the right edge of the road. A trooper applied a tourniquet to the victim, who was transported by ambulance to BMC with life-threatening injuries. Emergency personnel located the victim's arm, and a trooper rushed it to BMC. Luckily, his uh, 23-year-old passenger was not injured in the crash. So, oh, I did read about this. Yeah. That was me. That was lost me in the his crash. fucking arm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you asked how it happened? <laughs> so. I, I don't know. I, I just passed out when, when the no crash sense. happened. Sarah has a So I don't know if anybody here takes the Route 28 bus, but that will effective August 29 be free for three months. Um, it's a pilot program. Woo! City is spending half a million dollars on the pilot program on that particular route. And um, of course, Michelle Wu is calling for an extension of the pilot program to the entire transit system, which would be lovely. <clears throat> woo! Yeah. We woo, woo. Uh, along those lines. So as we uh, probably know, maybe the listener doesn't know, but we know. Two trolleys smashed into each other on the B branch down the street from me on Friday. And uh, the NTSB, National Transportation Safety Board, actually came in to do an investigation. And they found that the trolley that struck the other trolley was traveling at 30 miles per hour 
and there was a 10 mile per hour speed limit in that particular area. Um, the train looks like shit. I mean, we'll issue beforehand. I mean, look, I think it looks awesome, but. I mean, I guess I it looks pretty metal. Look nice. Literally and figuratively. I think it looks better afterward, honestly. Yeah, yeah okay, I'll give awesome. you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> and 27 people were injured. Um, That's not awesome, obviously. Nope. Apparently, the investigation into crashes in 2008 and 2009, the recommendation that the NTSB made to implement a crash prevention system has still not been implemented. So, uh, yep. fucking, I guess the uh, MBTA was kind of asking for that one. So, moving on. Lastly, Michelle Wu is the only candidate that supports rent control in the upcoming mayoral election. Yep. And Kim Janney just got an endorsement from the Right to the City vote, and it's Super PAC, which is, ah. which is interestingly enough, in favor of rent control, which Kim Janney is not. So, mm-hmm. uh, what? I mean, when you see Super PAC endorsement and that kind of cognitive dissonance, really yeah. not surprised, gotta say. I don't stand for anything. Anyway, that's, that's what I got ah, for you. World. We don't actually stand for anything. Especially if you're taking the tea. You can't stand because the, tro- the trolley will crash and you gotta fall over. <laughs> you gotta fall over. You've got to. Do. That's a bleach. You gotta do a synchronized fall down like on the set of the old Star Trek. Anyway, yeah, vote vote for Michelle Wu for fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah. Yeah. Free tea, rent control, what more could you fucking want? You're working class in the city of Boston. Even in the face of this crash, I still think the green line is underrated. I like the green line. I mean when it actually is running. Fucking weird. Yeah, I like it when it works. I like it when I, it's I'm there. fine with it either way, really, as long as I'm not on the train that crashes. I'm good. <laughs> it's be- it's better than nothing. Yeah, I mean, statistic- statistically, it appears that you'd probably survive a collision. So that's a risk that I'm willing to take. I mean, gas yeah, prices I mean, these days, am I right? Anything but the orange line. Fuck off. Am I right? Am I right? Whoa. Fuck, I want french fries. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> Besides oh. wanting French fries, Ellie, do you have anything uh, the material of which cannot be made up by simple meager human minds? Yeah, I do. This is uh, one of those ones where like a thing happened, and I'm sort of want to share about the thing, but then I sort of want to share about. Uh, just like the, sorry the article itself and like the article being ridiculous steak um steak um <laughs> steak um with oh i thought it was like they were like pausing to give themselves time basically like, steak um steak uh, um, steak uh disinformation I actually didn't know what steak um was before i read this okay it's time it to talk about societal distrust in experts and institution, the rise of misinformation, yeah. cultural polarization. <laughs> yeah, so and how for to some work reason, some semblance of mutually agreed upon information before we splinter into irreconcilable realities. Beefy thread incoming. What the fuck is this? Yeah, so <laughs> for some reason, oh, there's so many layers here. Oh my god. So, steakum, which is this fucking like processed meat thing. Some internet of breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
they were like, hey, I'm going to do a Twitter thread about, you know, the risk of disinformation, which is like a story that everybody was talking about in 2016. You know, I guess finally Stakem decided, Stake like, decided okay, to throw hey, their better late than never. Yeah, it's time better for us to never. weigh in on this. And then I will note that, so this is a HuffPost article and I only, I don't read HuffPost. I just occasionally look at their weird news if I'm looking for like one of these. <laughs> but <laughs> the, right before the article starts pasting the actual tweets. So first of all, it's a great case of like copy editors jacking off over like overly like clever, uh, clever, clever like headlines. There's the title, which is They Come and Starts Beef with Disinformation in Twitter Thread. Ha, ha, ha. Cool. And then the subtitle is The Processed Meat Company. <laughs> the Processed <laughs> Meat Company attempted to process <laughs> the rise of disinformation or whatever. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I got off track many times. No, 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 not that. I just, I, <laughs> my brain just glazing over while I'm trying to read this. Science, the term yeah. has been politicized, yeah. not the process of it as that process has evolved on issues both public and private institutions have taken inspiration from it but those decisions are still driven by economic and political interests which muddy how the term hold is on used. a fucking second My they spell mistakes like m-i-s-t-e-a-k are you serious i didn't even catch that son they did. of a bitch Honest I mistake. gotta give him some some brownie Wait, points where? for that shit. That's In I hate it, tweet? but it's still kind of funny. <laughs> That's Ew. the thing. That's kind of this whole article is I hate it, but like. Just the fact that... So that's the other thing. It's like when Wendy no shits on someone. Oh, you're like, look at that. You're like, haha, but really? Uh, Wendy's? What if yeah, it's all just really a fucking Wendy's. joke for that one for that one mis, like spelling right there? It's so weird because like whoever runs Stakem's Twitter account... Like, I love it. They don't use capitalization. Yeah, it looks like they, somebody like, fucking hacked into their account. Like, that works... <laughs> At like some low level job, like got the password somehow and just fucking yeah, some guy that's just like, stashing like cans of processed meat in his house with like an AK forty seven. It's just like fucking went on a Twitter rant. Well, that's the weird thing is like it looks like that and it's got this weird style that's like super trendy and whatever. And then you get to the end of the thread. This whole thread was an ad. So please this whole thread was an ad. <laughs> like, yeah. It's Where, what? I really, <laughs> so please buy yeah. our frozen meat. <laughs> I get I get those Wendy vibes for sure. Like it's, it's amazing. How long is this fucking thread? I don't even know. God don't damn it, this thing goes thing on. <laughs> it's like the only yeah. way to run a successful ad campaign is through recognizing the just absolute absurdity of capitalism and all of its failings in order to succeed within it. Yep, exactly. It's so bizarre. And then there's the additional layer of this is still the Huffington Post, so they still didn't even acknowledge fifteen that the whole thing right. was an ad until like fifteen half, tweets. You know, Jesus, at the end. It's pretty impressive. Way to go, <laughs> Sakeums. We love them. <laughs> Only in America. Bland. Can a fake uh, meat company tweet about <laughs> experts and trust in institutions. And then end it with this whole thread was an ad, so please buy our frozen meat. Stick only fucking, yeah, only Stick fucking in America. <laughs> God damn. 
Proud to be a man. No, really, that's the direction. <laughs> oh, my God. Trust experts and uh, agencies. A- except for when the FDA is auditing our shady business. Yeah, those, guys, those are the real corrupt Should have just said yeah. trust acomes. Mm-hmm. I just, can we just, you know, just, just. We're at the end. Calm down. <sighs> We're not forcing you to be here. Yeah. You no, come on under your own volition. No, this this thread, I just don't. I just. I, I have to agree with Sarah what, on this one. What the thread a, is like. Oh no, the thread is utterly uh, stupefying and. What a bunch of attention whores! Do you have literally anything <laughs> better to do? <laughs> I hate Twitter oh, so much. Well, but that the thing is, like, so this is making this has probably made them a shitload of money. Like, but, like I'm sure there are people who are like, brain. "Oh yeah, steak them." I forgot about that shit. Go buy some but, steak. Like, steak. Th- this thread is so bad. Just listening to Ellie read it is literally hurting my brain and making me want to just bash my head into the I've sharp been it. counter. Yeah, I can't bear to read it. It hurts my brain too. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. To- thank you, Scott, for reading it. For I me. read the first two tweets. What's number three, sir? Distrust in institutions is complex. It's accelerated by people's access to infinite information, credible sources being paid while corruption, honest mistakes, and that's where it's spelled with stakes, or propaganda. <laughs> but underneath it all is cultural polarization dating back decades that won't be solved overnight. As institutions I, may I have structural it's... bias, that needs to be acknowledged. <laughs> but alternative sources and media are littered with their own biases and have little to no accountability. So no matter where you get information from... Uh, what? No, so, no matter, so, that, so no matter where you get information from, you're still extending a degree of trust in something. It's basically like all media is propaganda. Yeah, this like, is the fucked up part. Is is that every, this is all like... This is bad for your mental health. Yeah, it's like we're all dumb. We all are consuming a bunch of garbage, so you might as well consume ours. Like that yeah, is exactly what this is saying. Shove it in your mouth, you pig. Come to the trough. It is so self-aware. You it's like too self-aware. Oh. I don't like it. I like it when corporations <laughs> seem like they're stupid because there's at least some some kind of benign, like oh, you know, maybe they're just. <laughs> Maybe they'll just die out on their own, but like, nah, steakums are gonna be around. Like, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like five, five dudes, like, uh, like five guys, like a bunch of cockroaches and steakums. You know yep. what I mean? Like, and like a ton, and like a shitload of feral cats. Come get your Which honestly sounds like it'd probably be, you know, preferable to modern society, but Maybe. fuck. A bunch of depends on what those five guys are doing together. A fake steak company is. They're just eating steakums. Steakum. I get. Oh my god. Maybe this is like a thing we didn't have on the West Coast when I was growing up. I've never. Not, I have yeah, no idea what the hell. You didn't have steakums. I've never had no. steakums. Steak. I've known about steakums. We I didn't have Carvel ice cream cake. Yet I was, since I was a he boy. Is it one of those like homegrown like American brands that like uh, quote unquote probably. working class families I have think in the owned cabinet? By, like, Hormel or some shit. I don't know. It sounds about right. Talk, I don't know. Evil. What did you evil say, Joe? Is it like it, it hamburger helper? Like some like, kind of shit where you just some like shit, Some shit that white people stock their cabinets it's with. Freezer like, and me. It's bad. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, shit. I don't know Go most of those brands. I was raised on like bird seed and shit. Bird seed? Bird seed. My mom shopped <laughs> at the co op. Oh. oh power to her because she's healthy as fuck for her age, yo. She's. 
gonna live forever i swear to god you went like porch to porch like shaking the bird feeders yes just, like, trying shaking the bird <laughs> feeders <laughs> like holding on to them like the squirrels that like get stuck spinning around. just like kind of crouching below it just shaking Correct. it that and was then, how i got my exercise people... when i was a little kid <laughs> One It's getting people across the ideological spectrum closer to the same reality of baseline facts and evidence. It won't be perfect, oh my God, you're still but that needs it. to be the trajectory. Man, that is the current, the current divergent trend into split realities. What are we it's just talking about? Like, fucking 4D? We're talking about a hypercube now? What? What? Oh, what you're, a hypercube, so much corporate double speak. We're talking I'm about the Copenhagen interpretation of quantum theory? Stickums bless... That that Twitter thread Talking sounds like, like a, if you averaged out like a bunch of like liberal news outlets describing something. This is like why Trump is bad. Like if you just average out like their spiel's on that, you would get to that. What what, what Stegams is saying? Exactly. Honestly, yes. it's like it's the most generic. And it fucking works. That's what I hate about it. I hate us. Yeah. I, I just hate us. Like not yeah, one big pile not of us on this podcast, but just like humanity. Like we're just fucking. I... I swear, this thread is basically, like, the essence of, like, every other email I get from work. Really? Yeah, it's depressing. Your email? It's, like, every other email, but the other email has, like, sticky confidential So it kind of evens out. are about, about Stakem. All right, Stakem <laughs> has gotten enough free press from us. Fuck yep. you, Stakems. Agree. Give, give us <laughs> your expect, one square inch of week. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back, as it were. It's going back to our roots. Mm-hmm. Well, anywho, that's a great place to wrap it up. That is. Mix. Square inch of ass. My name is Scott. Why did you say mix? Because yeah. I was going to call on you to go, but I realized I usually go first. Yeah, you go first. I'm a like, robot. What are you doing? Robot. My name is Scott. You can find me on the internet. My name is Scott. I am a robot. I'm a robot. <laughs> Precisely. At Sweaty Wife, at Bandcamp, SoundCloud. <laughs> I'm on Sweaty Wife on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and uh, Letterboxd is mm-hmm. at Death Mullet. Mix, go. Cut, shut up. Call me Mix? Yeah, that's what your name is. You can call me Frozen Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> you just said your name was Scott, and you were a robot. Scott Robot. I am the person formerly known as Mix, and... Currently known as whatever I want. Um, that Stakem thing's really got me feeling some kind of way. Fucked up over the Stakem, huh? (laughs) I feel you. I just didn't want that. I just didn't. I just don't want to live in a world where that happens. Anyway, um, good, good. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Uh, (laughs) I'm not actually leaving. I'm just saying that. Okay. I was wondering. (laughs) Uh. Chris, you should. Do you want to go next? And by Chris, I mean Jesse. Bleep out your name. Kumar Gupta four way three edgy. Wait, oh, we're, we're not using our real names today. Is that the oh, deal? We've, already, I've, we've already, I've already introduced Chris by name. Okay. On this podcast before. Yeah, my name is Chris. In case you didn't know, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Joe. Ah, fine. I am Joe. I guess you can find me on the internet if you are not. Too lazy or tired to bother doing so. I don't blame you if you are. You can find me on Twitter. At it sounds like you're guilting the people to try to find you. 
<laughs> I, I really don't think it's worth the effort. What the hell is this? I'm kind of too. That's what I call self-confidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find me at internet. Uh, not internet. What the fuck? You can find you at internet. <laughs> find you at internet. <laughs> Ah, of my you can contact you just, just send the message through the pneumatic tube he'll probably get it <laughs> nice but uh do we, we can find you at internet yeah what if everyone's a robot yeah you can find me on instagram at jlfb1996 and that's usually me just like uh depicting like being stuck at Pfizer until the end of time Oh, Jesse, you can follow music. Oh, it was really depressing when I came into work on Monday, and I had three coworkers say to me, "Oh God, you're back already? Weren't you just here eight hours ago?" I'm like, "Yeah, thanks for thanks for reminding me." I really don't know what was weirder about about Monday: the fact that I didn't I came to work on no sleep, or that I showed up 20 minutes early. <laughs> we love you, Joe. Ellie, go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was looking for. I was looking for uh, when Chris was talking on the Discord about the the Senator Palpatine remix thing. I was trying. Oh, that was hilarious. I was trying to find if there's an, if anybody's done that with like the sound drops that we have from uh, Jupiter Ascending, and I found a potential candidate, do it. but I don't think it's, I have to check it. Anyway, do I'm it. Ellie. Do it. Do it. It's basically what it is. Uh, yeah, I'm Ellie. You can't find me anywhere, but uh, my headmate Chava has. Uh, does psychic readings and she has a website now and it's readings by com and her name is spelled c-h-a-v-a because we are Hava. jewish and you used to be able to email Garmok and Jalad. I guess you still could. <laughs> His eyes uncovered. Wait, something change? Yeah. Get your eyes you uncovered. Still, well, you don't have you to email. Can. You can just go to the website now. Yeah, she has a submission for it. One of these days we'll retire the sound drop. No, you don't have to. You can just make that the URL instead so you can say go and to this I'm Jesse. And you can find my music at soundcloud.com slash contingentsboston. Remember to have comrade dash rosy.org. Select the Getting Involved tab. Choose one or more mutual aid groups to donate your time, labor, and or money to because people really need your help. And if you're feeling particularly giving, paypal.me slash abmutualaid. Do it. Your donations will go to good use. Do it. We could do it. Actually, really use some support right now. So thank you. I love you. Do it. 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 Fucking banger, dude. It's a fucking banger, dude. Mm-hmm. Bangers and mash, dude. Do it. Uh, <laughs> and make sure you go to Patreon.com/slash/EpicInCredulity where you can find all the scrumptious bonus. Bonus material that we all make. The scrumptious bonus. All the scrumptious, scrumptious bonus. bonus. All, all, all the scrumptious, scrumptious bonus. bonus. All the scrumptious bonus. All the scrumptious bonus. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All the scrumptious bonus. All the scrumptious bonus. Get <laughs> your nipples licked. Oh, fuck What the Now hell? I have to remix it. Wait, what? Damn it. <laughs> get them licked. Uh, uh, get them licked. Get them pierced. Get them licked. No, I don't think I will. Ha 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 ha!
Why would we do that again? That just sounds painful. Oh, fuck me. I'm trying to eat mac and cheese. You can find us on the Instagram, on Twitter. And TikTok. We're on TikTok now. And on TikTok now, at Epic Incredulity. Patreon.com slash Epic Incredulity. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Oh, you're just noticing that after. Noticing. It's just sillies. We are the sillies. You went to sillies. Yes. It's so, so, it's so now. Same as it ever was. Um, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. It's okay. It's okay. Why are you apologizing? I'm a government. <laughs> and I as always... <laughs> Sarah, what? <laughs> what? You keep talking. What? No, I. <laughs> Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video up. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's basically me. I made me literally just be like, "Hey, that thing reminds me of this video," and that took me 15 minutes to find the video I'm talking. About. Anywho, every week we say, <laughs> "But tank dough, but tank dough, losing my fucking mind." I love them, obviously. <laughs> I love the republic. It's very true. I love democracy hey, and I love the republic. It. And that's your epoch of the week. Palpatine is really good at sex, so I mean, you know, whatever. He doesn't have what? sex, he just stands there and then he zaps you with his fingers and it feels good or something. No, he actually does, apparently. This is 40 seconds long. It never happened. This one was in bed by a robot. Palpatine is like the Queen Elizabeth the First of space. Yo, listen to this shit. Legend yeah, okay, no. never. <laughs> wait, that doesn't work at all. Look, look. Sorry. <laughs> that doesn't work at all. Uh, wait, who am I thinking of? This? <laughs> what? Okay. What wait, wait. Fine, if you what better at it. <laughs> Carly, you got this stuff that's purple. Do it. Do it. What? <laughs> Sounds it's like a fucking, noise. like... Like a dry, this is like a dry shark. Like a dry, <laughs> like a dry shark. You mean a fart? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You're not. <laughs> I, I do not I'm hanging that. up the car. I can't see it. <laughs>